Calling the uh, Public Works uh, Committee uh, for September 18th, 2023 to order. Please call the roll. Councilors Krampitz? Yes. Labrie? Yeah. Cushane? Here. Pinacostello? Here. Brooks? Okay, seeing that we have a, a quorum uh, in compliance with the uh, Massachusetts Helping Meeting Laws, is anyone audio or videotaping this meeting or any part thereof? This meeting, please raise your hand. The audience uh, recording. And are there any counselors on Zoom? Okay, and with us tonight, we have our attorney, Tim Riley, our administrative assistant, Carla Grace, uh, also, uh, Councillor at Large Zigarowski, uh, Councillor President of the City Council, uh, Councillor Frank Laflam, uh, City Engineer Doug Ellis, and also uh, joining us via Zoom is DPW Superintendent Elizabeth Batista. So, welcome to all that are here. Um, we're going to take uh, a couple of these uh, out of order. So, can I make a motion? Sure. Okay, motion to motion seconded to uh, uh, take, I guess you're gonna probably want item 16 and 17 yes, out of order. Sir. Okay, so second to uh, take items 16 and 17 out of order. Uh, please call the roll. Mr. Chairman. Motion to talk? I would suggest a motion for each item taken out of order. So do the first one, take it out of order, then do a motion for the second one, take it out of order instead of both. Just one at a time. All right. Can you, uh, I'm sorry, just revise your motion, sure, take item 16 please. out of order? 10, no, just one, one at a time. time. One so at a time, okay. Uh, motion to take item 16 out of order. The seconded to take item 16 out of order. Uh, please call the roll. Council Rapids? Yes. Labrie? Yes. Lushane? Yes. Kenia Costello? Yes. Brooks? Well, they're not numbered. <laughs> I have to count them. Yes. So, I don't think it's even on the sheet. But okay. Um, all righty. Item uh, 16. Be in order that the DPW perform an updated traffic study on Kennedy Boulevard and send to the Public Works Committee for a public hearing. Uh, this order was uh, proposed by Councillor Piniac Costello, so I will let her. Uh, discuss it and then have uh, engineering folks chime in. Yes, this was a request by several residents that live on Teddy Boulevard for an updated traffic study. Um, so I would now turn it. Doug, if you can uh, speak on that, please. Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah, we had tried to perform a traffic study on Ketty Boulevard when the water main project on James Street was going on. When we realized that they had one end of the road shut down, we knew that those uh, counts would be no good. So we've got to get now that school's back in, we'll get back out there and do counts. At the moment, there's two of us in engineering, so we have to wait till we get some people back. Thank you. The residents that are here, um, okay. thank yeah. you. I'm going to open it up to uh, public input. Uh, if you can just come up to the microphone stand right there. Uh, this again is on the Ketty Boulevard uh, uh, traffic study. 
which hasn't been completed yet, but uh, you know, please come up and give your name and address. Thank you. Good evening. Uh, my name is Debbie Panagotopoulos. I live on 30 Ketty Boulevard. My uh, house backs the castle of the Knights, and I'm two houses from Dairy Queen. So um, over the years, I've been there since 1980, and over the years, we've had real issues, of course, with Dairy Queen, but now they're gone. So um, I, I'm not opposed to a Dunkin' Donuts there. I just don't feel it's the right place on that curve coming from James Street. And I've been at other meetings, and I have brought pictures um, at other meetings, so I brought them back for you all to see. Um, the, the traffic coming from the base is horrendous. Um, you have the fire station, you have three schools, you have manufacturing, and you have several condos down there that are all filtering onto James Street, onto the state rotary, onto a state highway, which is already, Memorial Drive is crazy, as people know. Um, I'm on that side of the highway, and I'm sure the other people on the other side of the highway that are residential they are the same way. That rotary is just ridiculous. There's been lots of accidents. And I believe there, well, I know there was a woman that was hit crossing from the Castle of the Knights to Walgreens a few years back. Um, and it, it, the, the traffic is just crazy around there. Um, these pictures actually show um, the parking lot of the Castle of the Knights pretty much is full. They, they've got a good business going on there, whether they say so or not. But so these are the pictures of the parking lot. This is where the proposed Dunkin Donuts would be. Um, right on that corner is the little kind of the, uh, the ramp to go on to James Street. And it's very small. And even at that, like in the morning, school buses are coming, whatever. Oh, and school buses come down there too. Um, it's very hard to get out of Ketty Boulevard onto James Street. And I guess they want to filter the Dunkin' Donuts onto Memorial Drive, which is, is crazy. But um, anyway, I just want to be, have you be aware that I just don't think it's the right place. And, I, and there is a lot of traffic going. These two are from my car leaving at 3 o'clock in the afternoon because I work near near my street, uh, I own a salon. And when I try to get out of there to go back to work, anywhere between one and four, it's just so much traffic coming from everywhere down into the rotary. So these are pictures. Okay. Thank you for your right. time. Thank you very much. Um, sure, uh, Councilor Pena, if you, if you yeah, want to ask the president a question. I just have a question. In regards to the traffic study on Kitty Boulevard, um, do you feel that the traffic is going to be worse because of um, of um, different plans that have been passed, or um, and do you think that this traffic study is needed to address your neighborhood needs? I, I definitely think the study is needed because even um, there are times where tractor trailers don't realize that they have to go up a little ways and they'll try to go down Ketty Boulevard. Um, and people coming to Subway, they come flying down Ketty Boulevard from James Street. Now that Dairy Queen is closed, you know, it's a little less, but there's gonna be a business eventually going in there again. What type of business, we don't know. 
but I think it's just too much traffic filtering from that base. I mean, you have fire trucks trying to get through, ambulances trying to get through. It's just very congested. You have CVS, Walgreens, Frontera, and when Frontera is busy, the whole whole lawn, their lawn, and they park in Walgreens. Um, and then you got price right. So it's just so congested there that maybe a drive-through isn't the answer. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Is there anyone else for public input? Okay, please come up and uh, state your name and address, please. And uh, I probably should have said this before, but we're limiting public input to three minutes. So please. No problem. That. <laughs> uh, Jared Parker, 44 Kelly Boulevard. Um, I also agree the traffic study is a good idea. Um, as Debbie said, we have people moving at a fairly fast clip along that street, usually going to Subway or the prior Dairy Queen and whatever business replaces it. Um, and I mean, we talked before, but I'd like to get to talk about signage posting, like maybe like a no through traffic or something like that to hopefully limit the number of non-resident, non-resident people trying to cut through our street to get to James Street. Um, like that we was talking about, if that rotary is packed full, people will use our street as a, you know, a handle effectively to get to James Street without having to go through the rotary. Um, it would also prevent semis and other large trucks from taking that as a shortcut. Um, so yeah, good idea. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Anyone else uh, here for public input on uh, Kenny Boulevard traffic study? Anyone on Zoom for uh, public input on the Kenny Boulevard traffic study? Motion to close no, public Mr. Input? Mr. Chair, I have a quick question if I may. Well, we're going to close public oh, input okay. then. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry, go motion ahead. To close public <coughs> motion second to motion to close public input uh, on this item. Uh, please call the roll. Councilors Krampitz? Yes. Labrie? Yes. Cushane? Yes. Pania Costello? Yes. Brooks? Okay, and public input is closed. Um, before we go to Councillor uh, Laflamme, do any of the committee no, have any wait. questions? Okay. I thought you were going to vote this off. Okay, uh, uh, Councillor Laflamme, go ahead. Thank you. So, is a traffic study for Jane Street or Kenny Boulevard? Kenny Boulevard, right? Yes. Only? Yes. Okay, thank you. That's all I'm just trying to understand. Thank you. Anyone That's else on the committee? Um, Anyone outside of the committee? Uh, Liz, did you want to comment on this at all? Or Okay. Um, it sounds like there's several concerns there. Maybe not just Ketty Boulevard. It sounds like um, it's just the traffic congestion in general in that area. Um, engineering will do a traffic study. We'll see what the use is right now. It's probably going to be um, a little bit less considering there is no Dairy Queen, but... Uh, I think that that'll uh, enable us to determine uh, what would be the best uh, way to proceed to help mitigate if there is an excessive amount of traffic cutting through there. So that's all I guess I want to say. Thank you. Any Anyone else? Uh, Councilor Zagrowski? through traffic 
or no through trucks. I mean, if it was no trucks, you'd have to have that backed up by a, you know, heavy vehicle exclusion, you know, which has to be approved by the DOT. I know, I do not believe so. No. Yeah. I can't hear what. Hello. I couldn't hear what Councillor Zigarowski was saying. Councillor Ellis, when do you think the, I mean, excuse me, no, engineer, um, when do you think the traffic study will be done? Will it take a couple of months? Yeah. Okay, thank you. Motion to postpone to the call of the chair. Okay, we'll uh, motion to postpone it to the call of the chair. Councilor Krampitz. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Please call the roll, yes, uh, for postponement. Councilor Krampitz. Yes. Labrie. Yes. Cushane. Yes. Pinia Costello? And and Doug, you said that probably might be in a couple of months for the traffic study. Yes, yes. Right now we have two people, and I have one person who's coming back from a surgery sometime in October. So, okay. All right. people back in the office. Ready? Thank you. And the postponement has been uh, approved four to zero, uh, and no members on Zoom. And uh, I'll wait to hear back from Drellis, uh, and then uh, once we have the study, schedule the meeting. So thank you. And can I have a motion to take motion. item 17? Motion to take item 17 out of order. Okay, motion second. Uh, Take uh, item 17 out of uh, order. Please call the roll. Councilor Krampitz? Yes. Labrie? Yes. Cushane? Yes. Penny Costello? Yes. Okay. And read the order. Uh, this is about uh, for uh, Maple Avenue. Uh, be in order that Maple Avenue be accepted as a city street for the referral to the DPW and Law Department and Public Works Committee. Um, this was also filed by Councilor Piniac Costello, so I'll let her speak on it. Thank you. Um, Maple Avenue is a paper um, street right now. Um, many residents in that area uh, wanted to be accepted as a city street. Uh, a gentleman who's here, Mr. Gallant, went around with a petition in the area and 246 people signed it. 
to have Maple Avenue accepted as a city street. Um, Mr. Uh, uh, Gallant is here. Um, he will make a presentation as well. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Um, uh, city Engineer uh, uh, Doug Ellis, do you, did you want to uh, have any comments before we open up to public input? I'll wait till after the public input. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, motion to, uh, well, we'll open up public input then. Uh, please come up and state your name and your address, please. And you have uh, approximately, well, you have three minutes uh, to present. Thank My name you. is Paul Gallant, 65 Fifth Avenue. I started the Maple Avenue petition that had two goals, meeting downtown, put it back on the plow list long before this petition was submitted. The second goal, making a city street is still in process. But what were the goals of the engineers that designed Fairview Park back in 1912? What would it take for us to achieve their goal today? Uh, the cost of developing land on the south end of Fairview Park would eliminate any possibility of profits from the sale of houses built on it. So a planned deviation could connect Maple Avenue to the south side of 5th and or 6th Avenue. Land is reserved for this purpose and the gully is relatively shallow in this area. Making 5th Avenue a one-way out and 6th Avenue a one-way in, in my opinion, is the best way to do this. The south side of 8th and 9th Avenues are classified as access crossroads. They could be connected to the central access road, Oak Avenue, according to the original plan. The storm blocks one or of the three access roads with down tree or power lines, there'll be two more access roads available. So the fire truck will get to the fire, the ambulance will get to the injured, and residents trying to evacuate will, will do so. Right now, the north access road, Whittlesey Avenue, gets 100% of the traffic. It's the only way in and out. Uh, but it was supposed to be one-third, 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 with every car on Maple Avenue being one less car on James Street. There'd be no time benefit to cutting through Fairview Park. It's shorter to faster just stay on the main road. Um, of course, there's people that think they're going to beat the system, but a little uh, um, diligence from the residents should result in blue lights behind them when they try it, you know, if they're making a habit of it. Um, there are a lot of quiet neighborhood people in the area. Dead-end streets and dead-end neighborhoods with one way in and out is their definition of a quiet neighborhood. So their way of thinking adding another access road would ruin the neighborhood by making it louder than an airport. The average person puts safety first, along with the protection of their homes and personal property. They would favor building more access roads. They're going to make it safer for everybody. Of course, if Maple Avenue is built, then it's going to meet all the modern specifications, and it would be easily accepted as a city street. But you need to think about that. Um, from what I understand from the mayor, I guess there's some uh, programs or whatever where there's, they're encouraging them to build more streets to get tax benefits or whatever for the city. So it could be something worth looking into. But that's where we stand right now. It doesn't actually meet the modern specs because it was built in, it was, it was basically built two houses and it established a road in between them back in 1940. The specs back then were totally different than it is now. So it's not going to meet modern specs. How, that this could be a way around it, or and also helping the residents of, of Fairview Park in this in the process. Thank you. Okay, thank you very much. Um, do you have any comments, Mr. Ellis, that you wanted to make, or? Huh? 
I'm sorry. Uh, any, well, and uh, anyone on Zoom for public input? Anyone on Zoom for public input? No one's on. Uh, motion to close public input. Second uh, motion to close public input. Please call the roll. Councilors Clampett? Yes. Labrie? Yes. Cushane? Yes. Pinia Costello? Yes. Thank you. Um, did you or Liz want to comment on this? Or Yeah, Liz, did you want to comment? You want me to? Um, I, so, uh, looking at the, you know, I know it's, uh, I, I guess it's misleading and I'm not sure, uh, you know, we don't really have an accurate, uh, survey through there, but Maple Avenue, it's not that you can just build a road and, uh, you know, and stay on the grade. Uh, you're traversing some wetland areas. It's actually a 50 foot grade change based on our GIS from uh, from where uh, Montcalm is down to the proximate center of uh, the gully and then back up to 7th Avenue. So it's not a simple uh, construction. It, it would essentially be a bridge and uh, a bridge is not uh, a small feat. Uh, it's extensive engineering and it's extensive construction. There's a lot of permitting involved. Uh, I don't feel like there is enough of a driving need for this uh, to be something that we, the city proceed with. Um, the neighborhood has uh, access from uh, James Street and, or not James Street, yes, James Street. Um, so honestly, I, that's kind of where I stand. Uh, you know, the, the willingness of the city to fund something like this, you know, it's beyond my control, but I just know that uh, looking at it from an engineering perspective, it's not a simple construction. Alrighty. Okay. Thank you very much, uh, Superintendent Batista. Um, any comments from uh, the committee? Comments from outside the committee? Any, uh, Councilor Costello, any, any comments you'd like to make? Well, I, I want to appreciate uh, Mr. Gallant's work effort in regards to 246 signatures on a petition. That's a serious work effort. And a lot of people in that area would like to see this paper street turned into a city street. And I know in dealing with the law department, um, city, uh, paper streets have been a problem. Uh, I've had recently another street where I've dealt with Attorney Riley in regards to a paper street and who owns property, who's responsible if something was to happen. and. Um, it's a difficult legal question uh, when you have a paper street to answer some of those legal questions. So I, obviously uh, this is something I would be in favor of. I understand the superintendent's concern in regards to the uh, intensity of the project and the, and the, uh, and the, um, the expense. But I think it's time we start looking at these paper streets because I, I spent hours on one paper streak just answering a legal question with 
Attorney Riley, and Attorney Corrigan. So paper streets are not easy. Um, they get confusing. And uh, I just think that this is a good idea. I think maybe we should start a study on all the paper streets. I mean, that's maybe an ambitious plan, but um, I find them very confusing. And sometimes I just can't get a 100% legal answer. Thank you. Yeah, how many residents, if anybody knows here, are we talking about? Maybe Mr. Gallant knows, or uh, how many residents are affected by that? You know, I know there's 200 and something on the petition, but how many residents live on that paper street? Yeah, no, that's that's what I want to know. Thank you. Um, anyone else want to speak on this? I mean, the only thing I was going to suggest is because the order before us <clears throat> is to accept it as a city street. Um, at least from the uh, input we've gotten from uh, Doug and Liz, it sounds like that's not a reasonable expectation at this point. So my thought um, was that we would have a, a motion to deny and then uh, Councillor Costello, if you wanted to file an order to, to ask that they look into it, you know, that might be an alternative. But right now, the way it's worded, I don't, I don't think we could, you know, change anything to say we want to do a study. I think it would be kind of up or down whether it should be accepted as a city street, but I'll, I'll leave that up to you. Well, um, the gentleman, Mr. Gallant, did indicate that he would like that street plowed. Can I ask him that question? Okay, no. Well, we open up uh, public input, but I mean, okay. he stated he did want to have it plowed, so. Yeah. I don't know whether or not we could make sure that the street gets plowed until maybe a study is done. Um, yeah, please. Hi, Mayor Swift. Yeah. Hi, Mayor Swift. Uh, uh, Liz, uh, go ahead. Do you have an answer on about the, the plowing? So we actually, I'm not sure what, so the section of Maple Avenue that actually has resident on it is the section that is off of Montcalm. And we actually are supposed to plow it. It's more, it's actually, it's misleading. We have so many new people. I think it was missed um, because it doesn't look like a street. It looks like a shared driveway between two houses. Um, so I have directed my staff to make sure that, that we put that on there because I believe we do have some utility drainage through there. Um, so we, we will be, be plowing. Thank you. Thank you. What else, uh, on the committee have any questions? Anyone off the committee, anyone on zoom have any? Uh, questions or comments? Uh, I'm sorry, go ahead, uh, Councillor Costello. Um, through the chair to the attorney, do we need something in writing indicating that there's a commitment to have the street plowed? I'm not sure what you mean by that. I mean, you, you want a commitment from the DPW that they're right. going to plow the street? Could I mean, it be in writing? 
Well, we, I, I don't think you need it in writing, but okay. we've had this happen. Go ahead, Joseph. Yeah, we've had this happen many times for streets I forget to get plowed, and and I think we we should go on. I, I don't think we need to have someone written. We have our director of DBW telling us she's going to make sure it gets done. We can hold her her accountable for that, and I trust she's going to do it. I I would never want to sign something to make sure someone does it for the reasons she just might have said. Uh, she has brand new people. So it may happen again. So who do we hold the responsible for that one time? So it's, I think uh, Mary Beth is coming with the right reason, but I think we should leave it up to the DBW supervisor, uh, Liz, because um, we've, we've done it before and it's, it's, it's clearly taken care of. And if it happens, I, I encourage the gentleman here. I gave our, our office number. I gave him, you know, the DBW, and he can call himself to just make sure. And I'm sure Liz is going to make sure it gets done. But I, I don't, I don't think we should be committing them to write something in writing. I've never seen that in all the years I've been on this. I'm sorry, you may continue, Councilor. Yeah, thank you. I just wanted to make sure that if that was part of the process or the procedure, the gentleman would know what the process is. But the verbal commitment by the superintendent of DPW is good enough for me. And I think we could put that on file, have him write that down in the file. Thank you. That shows that she committed. Thank you. Okay. Uh, this is kind of what I have written down as some uh, backup uh, material. Grading would be grading to be accepted as a city street would be extensive and expensive per engineering. Uh, two, we have a verbal commitment from DPW to plow uh, Maple Avenue. Um, but I, I need a motion on what we're going to do with the order. You want to? Motion to call, uh, postpone to the call of the chair. Or do you want a motion to deny? I don't really think anything can happen to it. I mean, through right. our attorney, can't order a paper street to be accepted in right. the process. So, I, so I maybe deny and then follow the process for that. Right. I, I would say yeah. Yeah, if you want to file, you know, talk to Liz and talk about filing orders. <clears> but I'd say you're right. Yep. You can't you really do planning. Much I go through the DPW. There's a whole. I've been working on one for five years. Process. Or can I have a motion, motion to deny? deny. Okay. All right, please call the roll. Councilor Krampitz? Yes. Labrie? Yes. Cushane? Yes. Pina Costello? Yes. And we have four in favor of the no denial and uh, no one on Zoom. We'll uh, come up uh, at tomorrow's um, city council meeting. Yes, it should. And thank you for coming out tonight. Uh, now back on to our uh, 
regular uh, agenda, uh, starting off with item one. Uh, be it ordered that the Public Works Committee meet to discuss the approximate two-mile stretch of Chickabee Street that has two different speed limit, two different speed limits, uh, a difference of 10 miles per hour. Uh, this order was uh, co-filed by Councillors Corshane and, and Lopez. Uh, I don't. I'll let uh, Councillor Corshane uh, take it since Councillor yep. Lopez. Is um, I actually wrote down the streets where they differ, but didn't make it to the order. But so I just, when we, me and Doug, have talked about this before. I'm just, but nothing's happened. So I just wanted to get an update where North and South have two different speeds in that two mile stretch, based on the posted signs, anyway. Okay, so you have, you know, the Y is kind of the delineation point. North of the Y, right now we have 25 mile hour speed limit signs out so there. I'm not talking about the Y, actually. It stopped, well, the change starts at the, if depending on which way you're going, the police substation. And it goes all the way down to WAC. That stretch has two different speeds, north and south, based on the signs that you Okay, from the Y south, there's only one sign out there, and it's, you know, one in each direction. It's 35 miles an hour, so, posted at the radio station in the right, vicinity. Right, so posted at the radio station traveling north, it's 35 miles an hour all the way to the substation. Coming from Holyoke, it's 25 miles all the way down to WACE, because there's no signs delineating you know, there's no signs on either side where they match. So if you drive it, you'll see if you're coming from Holyoke and you take, you know, the fork in the road, it's 25 miles an hour all the way down WCE. But if you're coming from the center, it's 35 miles an hour all the way to past the Y to the substation. Well, I would take it as the Y because that's a, where an intersection right. is. But I mean, it's very common for uh, speed limits to change on a road right. quite frequently. But you have the same road with Two different speeds on the other on each one side of the road is 25 one side of the, the other side is 35. no that's not it how it's supposed it to. is based on the posted sign okay well, if you drive it you'll see what i'm talking about we'll agree to disagree on that one but because uh, i've looked at these a lot right but so so what's no going no other signs after the y that says south of the y south of the y heading towards the center one, it's 25 miles an hour the sign never changes to 35 until wace correct when you're coming this way north from the say pride is there's a sign that says 35 miles an hour. Mm -hmm. Nowhere does it say it changes to 25 until the substation Correct. after the Y. So northbound is 35, southbound is 25 based on the current signage. No, but <laughs> it's, it's 35. Okay. But you, you, as a driver, I can only go by with the posted signs. So right. That's what the posted signs tell you. There are 25 mile hour speed limit signs on both in both directions north of the Y. South of the Y, the only place it's posted is at near WAC, 35 miles an hour in each direction. Right. So, so if you think about it, at WACE, you have a 35 mile an hour this way, and you have 35 miles going north. But on the other side of the road, it's, it's 25 all the way down to WACE. And on the northbound side, it starts at 35 miles an hour and continues that because there's no signs that say it changes all the way to the, the substation. You have a street with two different speeds on each side. If you're the driver looking at posted speed limits, Okay. There's no, there's not a change on there's each no side. Signs that tell you, there's no signs that make the road, the road match each other. Okay. Um, all right. <laughs> North of the Y, there was a reconstruction project done in 2001. And in that DOT reconstruction project, they put all 25 mile an hour speed limit signs on there, which is actually incorrect because there's a special speed regulation that the city entered into with the, um, it was actually Mass Highway at the time with the DOT. And those, though that special speed regulation is 30, 35, and then 30 again on the stretch from the Y, from the north end of the intersection Meadow and Chicopee mm -hmm. to the Willamancet Bridge. 
and it's those, they're the same on each side, but that's the special speed regulation. That's not what's posted out there right, right. now. But, uh, right so, now, what's posted out there is incorrect, and it's 25. Right, but even that, you've still got two road, a uh, single road with two directions of travel with two different speed limits based on the posted signage that's there. Whether the one at WAC North maybe should say 25 miles an hour, because that would match, that would make them match, because because well, north southbound, it doesn't turn 35 until WC going over to the, you know, the uh, on their pass and all that stuff into the, you know, coming in the Chibi Center. Northbound, it says 35 mile hours northbound all the way, that whole stretch at 25 on the other side, based on signage, all the way to the substation past the interest. And that's based on current signage. I wrote down the streets that all those signs are posted at. So maybe the northbound side should have said 25. And that way, because ideally that road should be 35 miles or southbound. And then I'm assuming I, because of congestion, you could tell me better. Um, that would be a 25 mile zone based on density. I mean, um, right now, north of the Y, it's posted 25 miles an hour in each direction. After the Y, well, I'm that is, right. Well, let's just go by, I have to say the make y? it easier because there's only a few feet after the Y where it changes to 25. The reason why I'm using the Y as a delineation point, because north of there, there's a special speed regulation that the city entered into with right, the Mass between DOT. Between the Y and Holyoke. Between the Y and Holyoke. I'm talking which about is the for, side. Which is for 30, 35, and 30. Right now, it's all posted 25, so it's actually posted incorrectly. Right. But it should be 30, 35, and 30. South of the Y. So south of the, south of the Y, it's posted as 35. Only on the northbound side, not the um, right, not the southbound side. There is no 35 mile speed limit sign. Well, it's come down Until to you get to WACE, but that stretch from the Y, uh, Forest Street, all the way down to WACE is 25 based on the posted signage. Where's their posted sign 25 miles an hour right south of the Y? Right, the flashing thing is it's 25 miles an hour or just before that. There's no other signs it's that tell you to change it. Right, the dynamic feedback sign. Oh, okay. So, it's not a speed right. sign. It's so a dynamic speed. That, that's a different thing. That's a 25 mile an hour sign, but there's no other sign all the way down no, to WC. Correct. There's, there's nothing. That's what I was just saying. But, only one so, sign. but it's 25 miles an hour. It doesn't ever change per signage, and that's the law. The signage changes the speed limit until the WACE, where it turns in 35, continuing into the center and all that. But if you're coming northbound at WACE, there is a 35 mile an hour sign just a little mm -hmm. bit after. But then that would continue all the way through the Y to the next posted sign, which correct. is 25. Which is afterwards. So you have 35 north, northbound, you have 25 southbound based on the signage. But that's what I was just saying is that the 25 is incorrectly posted. It should not on be the there. South of the y. North of the Y. No, I'm talking about south of the Y. Just not, so, I don't care about north of the Y. None of this has to do with north of the Y. On the south of the Y, based on the signs that are currently on the street, you have two different speeds on the same street. It's just not hard. If you drive it, you look at it. When's the next time? But you're saying one's a dynamic speed sign. Well, that's in between the, that's just after the speed limit posted sign for Chigabee Street, which doesn't change until. Okay. When I looked at these a while back, there was only two 35 mile an hour speed limit signs at WEC, right. one in each direction. And that was it, south of the line. The speed doesn't change to 35 until WAC, but from that point all the way to Forest Street, a little bit before that, it's 25 miles an hour. But you can't have you don't yeah you don't other. your speed limit is the speed limit that was last posted until you see something exactly. changing. So that's yeah. what I'm saying. The, the only you see a sign when you're coming from Holyoke and you're bearing right to go to Chicopee Street, but you see a 25 mile an hour sign. You never see another sign until WACE, which is 35. Yes. When you're northbound. When you come to WACE, you see a 35-mile sign, and you don't see any other sign until you get past to the substation. 
which so that means 35 northbound, 25 southbound. Can I? You look at it based on posted signs. Yeah, listen. Gonna, I'll let you uh, cut in. You want to go ahead, or you want? Yeah, to, I, if I could, I, I, I instead and, of this, uh, I would like to see this. Uh, just order that the uh, DPW look at the whether sure, have second order for okay, this problem. and get it done, and and um, not only that, whether it's DOT or that, and because we're going back and forth here, I'm a little confused. I, I'm not saying you're wrong. You trust me. It. You won't miss it. No, but I, I think if we, I think it's clear, and I like to see too. It's just uh, you, you ordered them to do it. You asked them. To, I hate the word ordered. I don't like the word ordered. Um, so I think Liz is very clear and let them go back out there one more time and check it and from the DOT standards, the DOT from the bridge. A driving standard. If I'm a person yeah, driving a I, car, I get, I get that. What's it tell me? Then Bill, Bill. I get that, but I'm just right, saying right. we can go back and forth. He's thinking one thing, you're thinking, and just go take the ordinances and, and uh, DOT requirements from the Y to the bridge, because that was a separate project. I remember that. And do what you're that's asking and verify it. the bridge. We're only worried about it's more southbound. There's very little bit north of the Y. Because we're going to go back and forth, and he has to really see it again. So we whether, drive together so I can just point that way. Well, I, yeah, why don't you buy him a coffee? And, uh, <laughs> I'll buy you a coffee. Just have a coffee no. behind you. Uh, no, just kidding. <laughs> yeah, just uh, Superintendent Batista. So I, I think I think a real solution here is because we actually don't have 25 mile an hour ordinance or state speed limit there, we should actually be removing the 25 mile an hour speed limit signs and replacing those with what it should be, which is the 30, 35, 30. If the council mm -hmm. wants to proceed with modifying the speed limit, we will have to uh, appeal to the DOT to modify it. And then we should pull, put it in ordinance because I believe based on Doug's research, we don't actually have an ordinance for the speed limit on uh, Chickabee Street. So that's from DOT that was in pencil. So it sounds like DOT had, when they had redone Chickabee Street, they had put uh, the speed limit posted on the plans as 25 miles per hour, but the plans are not an yeah. actual legal document. Those are a construction document. Mm -hmm. And because there is a special speed regulation, which is legal, right? It's uh, it's um, filed with the state. I think that that's what we should be uh posting and we should be following but if we want to change it we're going to have to appeal to them and request a change uh, because i believe we do have a traffic control agreement uh due to that project uh but to simplify this i think we should remove the speed limit signs that say 25 because it's not actually it's not enforceable so uh you know if anybody is exceeding the 25 miles an hour um but reality of it is they could actually be going as far as 30 to 35 in certain areas. That's really what we should be um, posting. Do you need me to file an order to put those in effect or can you just do it? Because we'll I don't just, care what the can, speed is as much no, as no, I want no. it to be the same. We'll, we'll do it because Doug, Doug shared with me with all of his research today. So we're going to make that modification. But if we do want okay. to make, if we do want to in the future, modify those speed limits, we'll just, we're going to have to go through the process of um, mm -hmm. requesting it through the state. Anyone else? Um, 
The room's empty, but I'll do it anyway. Anyone here for public input? One's here for public input. Anyone on Zoom for public input? One's here for public input on Zoom. Motion to close public input. Second motion to close public input. Please call the roll. Councilor Scrappitz? Yes. Libri? Yes. Cushane? Yes. Pinia Costello? Yes. Brooks. Okay, and public input is closed. Um, I guess. Motion to place on file. Is that satisfactory? Yeah. To you have to remember to change the dynamic speed sign to the right speed so that it gives you the smiley face when it's supposed to and not. <laughs> okay. uh, and I'll second motion to place on file. Uh, please call the roll. Councilor Krampitz? Yes. Labrie? Yes. Cushane? Yes. Pinia Costello? Yes. Okay, and uh, the motion has been placed on file, has been approved four to zero, and no one on Zoom. We'll move on to item number two. Uh, we had ordered that the Public Works Committee meet to discuss the purchase of an overheight warning system for the Prospect Street train trestle. Uh, this order was filed by Councilor Corshane, so I'll let you start off. Well, we actually already discussed this in finance. I don't think we need to rehash it now. Um, so I would make a motion to place on file. Okay. Uh, I do have a price if anybody wants uh, to know uh, the price. Yes, please. So we did find, we got a quote from uh, our vendor that um, for for one direction uh, of traffic for one set, it's uh, between seventy five and eighty five thousand. So if we wanted to put them, I think on Buckley Boulevard and probably Yell, um, coming towards uh, the Prospect Street Bridge, you know, it'd be around uh, one one sixty. Um, and you know, we can. I don't think it's a bad idea, just sharing, and uh, we can move forward with uh, locations and put in a, a request to the mayor for an appropriation. Would you think, Alf? I know it's expensive, unfortunately, but we do get a lot of people that get stuck on the other side too. But I we would. The trick is knowing which direction they come in the most. So we do we do all four directions or? one of the other side that's most hit our uh, vendor actually like, let us know that we actually cannot put it on the chicopee street side there's nowhere for us to put it there's too much conflict plus that's an intersection hmm. where they would have to actually you know take a, a hard turn into there i think with the signage uh it should be adequate uh, but i think our biggest culprits are from what I've seen in my time here, the trucks that have gotten stuck have come from um, what is that the the east the no, west no east side of the bridge from Buckley and Prospect yeah, here. Right. I've, unfortunately, I've seen a lot on the other side too, and I think they're coming down Chicopee Street versus coming in through Holyoke. Um, that's a tough one because you know 
the data, unfortunately, like they said in our meeting, isn't 100% because it depends on what address they use and whatnot. So it makes it very difficult, I guess. Um, I just thought with Chibi Street, you had enough straight away where you would be able to put the sign that up. So I'm a little surprised that there's not enough room. I guess even the Holyoke sign might be not enough room, but with all that since it's on Chicopee Street, we could warn them uh, well enough ahead of time. I just know, Bill, the last, you know, I've been with the city for six years and the last six years, I think I've seen three oh. trucks get stuck under there. And the three that have gotten stuck under there have come from well, Buckley or Yell or- Right. So I guess that's what, I'm not just talking about the ones that get stuck. I'm talking about the ones that have to stop. We need police presence to block traffic, to back them out. Um, that happens a lot more. Um, I've personally backed out more than a dozen trucks, um, luckily with my lights on my car and my gear. Um, but I'm not just talking about cars that get stuck. And a lot of times, unfortunately, the calls for service probably don't get logged necessarily right when we're backing a truck up out of there. Um, yeah, so that's the tough part is that the data is very difficult to, you know, figure out what the best situation is. But I mean, I'm certainly taking something versus nothing, but um, we'll just have to maybe pay more attention, maybe get the PD to be a little more thorough with their documentation. Hello, Flam? Yeah, thanks. Thank you. Um, I agree that these are needed, but um, I'm I'm happy that if we do one site um, because this helps. Uh, because um, we also have to, you know, this is a lot of money, but you know, um, we have a lot of other signs that we're trying to do too throughout the city for public safety, whether it's Chickabee Street. But at least he's trying in one area. We'll try and see how it does, mm -hmm. and I think that that will show that our commitment to try to get it fixed and still take some monies and still do public safety with crosswalks and lights yeah, and that yeah. so um one side i think is good that when i've always gone down there it's always been on the other side i don't go to chicken street that side too much but i do see and i know yeah. about the backup there um the chicken street side's a little bit easier because you can back up and get them to go towards Holyoke or that where the other one you either got the the north chicken street you got the prospect street you got the yale street you got the it's a four-way so and it's a lot tighter too when everybody can congested at least on the chicken street they're, they're pretty much going in one direction already so yeah. Um, I'm I'm in favor I'm in favor of doing you know uh, one side uh, especially at the cost I was shocked when I got the cost yeah. I thought it was gold plated uh, um, but unfortunately um, things cost a lot of money so um, I just uh, hope we just do one side for now and um, try that. And you were saying this was approved in finance, correct? Uh, no, no, no. Oh, oh, we didn't, oh, okay. we, I requested a dollar figure. Okay, all right. Well, okay, so we're discussed. But okay, no. yeah. Um, anyone else have any questions? No. I was going to just public input that nobody's yeah. here, but you know. yeah, I'm happy with 50% of solution. That's still a benefit to the city, the PD, and all that. Obviously, and the and the people who get stuck in that traffic. So obviously, it's better than nothing. And maybe there's some other low tech things. I mean, I don't know how many more signs I can put up telling somebody that your truck, your trailer is two feet too short. I mean, literally, we have two signs leading up to the intersection in all four directions. I really thought we had it nailed down. We went to 11.9 versus the 12.6. But, you know, and they just follow the GPS, unfortunately. And I've talked to more than one driver about what they were doing. Um, so maybe, I don't know if there's any other low-tech situation we can look at to hmm. hang some chains from a bar and say, if you hit this, it's too low. You know, I mean, there, it's out there. But maybe there's something else we can do for the other side that's not costly um, and just, you know. But I appreciate the effort into getting at least this half done. Okay. All right. Um, anyone here for public input? No one's physically here in the audience. Uh, anyone on Zoom uh, for this item about the 
the, uh, the, the signs. Anyone on Zoom uh, for public input on this item? Okay. Motion to close public input. Second that. Please call the roll to close public input. Councilor Krampitz? Yes. Labrie? Yes. Cushane? Yes. Vinia Costello? Yes. Okay. And any other questions? Okay. Motion to place motion, on file. Motion to place. Second motion to place on file. Please call the rolls. Councilor Scrampett? Yes. Labrie? Yes. Cushane? Yes. Penina Costello? Yes. <laughs> Pass it around. That would help. And by the way, I believe that these are not on tomorrow's agenda. So they'll be on. Really? That's the whole point of this meeting is to get it on tomorrow's agenda. Well, I won't be here for the next time that it goes on the agenda. That was the whole. I'll, I'll have to look. The whole I don't believe. Being today. I'll have to put the day off so I could beat tomorrow's meeting because of all these items. Well, I mean, I double check your agenda. I, wanna, I don't want to be speaking out of turn. So, right. Let me see. I, I don't think they were, but I'll, I'll have to double check. Um, okay. Item. Oh, and the. Um, Motion placed on file is approved four to zero if nobody on Zoom. Okay, item three. item three. He had ordered that the DPW look into the possibility of installing sidewalks from the corner of Malcolm Street and James Street to the corner of Whitsley Avenue and James Street. This would be on the south side of James Street and refer to the Public Works Committee for a public hearing. Uh, this order was filed by uh, Councilor Pinia Costello, so I'll let her uh, speak on it. Yes, thanks. Um, there was a petition um, in regards to this request. Um, the uh, resident would like sidewalks on that particular side of James Street, and she had indicated that since there was going to be extensive work, and we appreciate that extensive work, that's coming to um, Fairview, she felt that this would be uh, a good idea to get sidewalks there if it's possible because it is dangerous to walk that section of James Street. Children and adults and uh, anybody, uh, you're walking on the person's lawn in the snow, it's very difficult. And um, there is a concern of safety on James Street that that section that doesn't have sidewalks. Thank you. Welcome. Uh, to the engineer Ellis, do you have any comments you'd like to make? Well, we'll look into it and put a cost to it. <laughs> see, how much, see how much that would cost and we can go from there. Do it to get pricing. Um, is there anyone here for public input? No one's physically here for public input in the audience. Anyone on Zoom for uh, this item for public input? One on Zoom for. Public input. Motion for to close public input. Second to motion to close public input. 
Please call the roll. Councilors Grampets? Yes. Labrie? Yes. Duchesne? Yes. Penny Acasella? Yes. Okay, and public input is closed. Um, what, what should the order be? I mean, I know engineering said they'll, they'll look into it. But yeah, get a, a, get a surprise. So. Motion on file, is that? Or to the call of the call chair. Call of the chair. Call of the chair. Okay. Call of the chair. Okay. Call of the chair. Okay, motion. Yeah, okay. we keep it alive, yeah. Okay, sounds good. Motion to postpone to the call of the chair. And that was your motion, correct? All right, I will second the most motion to postpone to the call of the chair. Uh, please call the roll. Councilor Krampitz? Yes. Labrie? Yes. Hussein? Yes. Penny Acosta? Yes. And the order has been approved four to zero and no one on Zoom. And I apologize, Bill. I just double checked they are not on tomorrow's agenda. <laughs> My job easier. You're not gonna be there, right? Because <laughs> I won't be there either. So All right, item number four. Be uh, it ordered that the Blanchard Street study for traffic be referred to the Public Works Committee for a public hearing. And this order was filed by Councilor Piniac Costello, so I will let her take it off. Yes, if we could also discuss item 11 at the same time, it's very similar. Uh, I think we have to handle them one at a time. So. Okay, we'll do that. Yes, basically the residents did ask for a, a study for traffic on Blanchard Street. And um, I was wondering if the engineer, uh, city engineer has any comments on that. Yep. <coughs> Excuse me. We've actually done uh, two traffic studies on Blanchard, one in July of 2022, another in July of 23. Uh, in 22, there were 400, 483 vehicles during the day with a 85th percentile speed, which means 85% of the cars are doing that speed or slower of 30 miles an hour. And in July of this year, there was it was down to about half that. It was 253 cars with the same 30 mile an hour, 85th percentile. So again, 85% of the cars are doing that speed or slower. Thank you. Uh, I'm sorry, can you just, the first study was done in, in when? Uh, the first one was July 7th of 22. And then the next one was almost a year to the day. It was July 6th of 23. And you're saying the volume of, of traffic dropped from what for? Yeah, it was in... 2022, uh, the average daily count in both directions was 483. 
And on the uh, 20, 2023 study, it was down to 253. So it's about half the cars. Uh, and uh, Councilor Costello, you had some questions. Yeah, where, where did the, uh, where on Blanchard Street, was it closer to? It was at 34 Blanchard Street. 34 Blanchard, okay. Both of them were. Okay. So that's interesting that July 7th, 2022, you had 483 cars during the day. And then July 6th, 2023, that dropped to 253. There was concern about the one way on Old Lyman Road that traffic would be rerouted down Britain into Blanchard, but that didn't happen. Well, we don't have the first study in July of 22 was done right after, you know, it was a couple months after that uh, Old Lyman was made a one way. Okay. So it seems like, at least from the two studies we have there a year apart, that over time people are doing alternate. Right. Alternate. Uh, so the directions. traffic, it doesn't look like increased the amount that some of the residents felt it did. No, it, it decreased between our two studies. And as far as the speed again, and I'm sorry, Doug. The I speed in both cases was 30 miles an hour, 85th percentile, which, which means 85% of the cars are going that speed or slower. Okay. Do you have like, I don't know, I, I did send you those questions and I uh, got it. Well, we uh, we have different counting equipment yeah. uh, now, and we're still figuring out how to get all the proper information out of that. But yeah. it's easy to see in the in the 22 study, all the cars, save for one in each direction, we're doing from one to 35. That's the way the tables are set up. So you had one car. This is the 22 study. One car going between 41 and 45 and one car doing between 36 and 40 and everybody else was going slower than 35. Now somebody did say that um they were going 60 miles an hour is that true did you have any legal 60? Not that we ever picked up the new study it doesn't quite present the information the same way but it has a hundredth percentile which means it's counting all the cars and the the max speed is 37 so in that study nobody was going faster than 37. Oh, that's that's interesting. I appreciate that. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Any questions from the committee? Questions from outside the committee? Any questions from public input? Seeing that no one's here for public input. Uh, anyone on Zoom on this item for public input? Anyone on Zoom? Motion to close public input. Seconded to close public input. Please call the roll. Councilors Krampitz? Yes. Labrie? Yes. Cushane? Yes. And the Acostello? Yes. And public input is closed. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, Liz. Did you? Is there anything you wanted to add to this order or anything you wanted to mention or you're all set? No, Doug, I, want, I was just going to make sure that it was stated that we didn't actually uh, get a traffic study done before. Uh, the one way was put in place um, because the one way was implemented because once we went out there after residents raised the, their concerns, um, it was so narrow that we made it a one way, uh, but we hadn't at the time put the traffic counters on Blanchard. But 
as Doug said, it seems that with the change, um, uh, motorists changed their behavior. So, and their behavior did not, was not to impact um, Blanchard. Probably maybe, you know, they probably filtered down College Street now or something. That's all. <laughs> All right, thank you. Um, motion, second to motion to place on file. Please call the roll. Councilor Scrappitz? Yes. Labrie? Yes. Hushane? Yes. Penny Acostello? Yes. It was 1941. 1941. Yeah, star. Star. Um, <laughs> most of the place on file has been approved four to zero with uh, no one on Zoom. Item number five. Be in order that the public works should be meet to discuss the status of sidewalk installation on Pendleton Avenue between Prospect Street and Seymour Drive. Uh, this order was filed by Councilor Corshane, so I'll turn it over to him. Yep, many, many, many years ago when we actually had money to spend on road work, we were asked, me and Council McCulloch were asked by the CPW to spend it on that stretch of road so that we could get sidewalks through the Safety to School program. It's been, gosh, I don't know, many, many years and nothing's happened. So I just want to get an update on the sidewalks. Okay. Uh, Mr. Ellis? Can I, yeah, can I, I was going to say, I didn't quite... Oh, um, yeah. uh, go ahead, uh, Ms. Batista. Sorry, I, I just, he mentioned safe routes to school, so I just wanted to make sure that uh, I think I was probably more involved in that than Doug was initially. And so safe routes, safe routes to schools project is actually on Telegraph, um, and I believe a crossing at um, Prospects, I think. So uh, it was never going to be on Pendleton. Well, the, at the time, the uh, Chris Chavin said he asked us to spend that money there specifically to get the sidewalks through that program, but um, so and it didn't work out. It didn't work out. Yeah, because McCall, he wasn't happy about doing it. I was fine with paving that road because it was a disaster anyway. Um, but you know, we would have probably spent the money somewhere else. <laughs> but okay, I appreciate the update though, so I don't have to worry about but that anymore. Just just to kind of speak to the ability to put sidewalk there. I mean, there is sidewalk up until that farmhouse. Um, mm -hmm. And the problem there is that uh, once you, to get you back to uh, Simard, the, on either side, you're either uh, dealing with a steep slope down or a steep slope mm -hmm. up, you know, and to, enable to allow for us to be able to put in sidewalks there would be walls and so it would be a, a significant project yeah yeah understood there is a resident Thank who used know. to work for the city who's been 
plugging for sidewalks for some time now, but unfortunately we haven't been able to give him that. So. Right. No, I, I definitely on the board one side, it's not a great spot to put water. You know, logistically, it's going to be a nightmare. So I get that. And those improvements were done on Telegraph Ave? No, between Prospect no, and no, Seymour. No, oh, I don't know. I'm sorry, Liz, did you say the no, work the was done on Telegraph Ave? It was not, it's not done yet. That project was approved by Safe Routes to Schools. Oh, okay. And it's in process i think not till maybe 2026 is when it's supposed to actually happen um we haven't heard much but we just know that it was approved for that funding okay so it might be done in 2026 it doesn't really do this work um any other questions? Okay. Anyone here for public input? One's in the audience for public input. So anyone on Zoom for this item for uh, public input? Anyone on Zoom for public input? Motion to close public input. Motion to uh, second. Motion to close public input. Please call the roll. Councilors Krampitz? Yes. Labrie? Yes. Cushane? Yes. Pinacostello? Yes. Okay. All right. Any, um, I guess, motion to place motion on to file? Motion to place on file. Okay. <laughs> motion to place on file by Councilor Crochane. And please call the roll. Councilor Krampitz? Yes. Labrie? Yes. Crochane? Yes. Penny Costello. And the order has been approved place on pile four to zero with no one on Zoom. Item number six, the order that the public works committee meet to discuss the status of reconfiguring of the bridge height slash no truck signs on the approach to the Prospect Street train trestle. This order was filed by Councilor Corshane. I'll let Councilor Corshane speak on it. Uh, back in, when we were in the field, Doug and I, he had met, Doug educated me on the, uh, how the configuration of the signs was actually improper. Uh, we actually have a truck exclusion versus a truck informational because of them being on different post poles. Um, if you remember one, how they're separated when they should be on one, that's how what, what you, I understood it, that you explained it to me. Um, and then you said we could probably do better on Buckley Boulevard with the placement of the signs, um, getting those moved so they'd be more uh, efficient so, but nothing's happened, so I just wanted to know. The bridge height signs? Yeah, the ones that are there, when you mentioned that, when you had the no truck sign on a post, that's a truck exclusion, which we can't do without DOT approval. And then you have the height and the arrow on a separate pole, which if you put them together, it makes it informational versus an exclusion. Um, so I just didn't want to have anything that was improper, in, mm -hmm. at least on the education you gave me that day. And then you had mentioned we could do better with the signs on Buckley Boulevard placement-wise. So, anything we can do to make it better, obviously.
Doug or Liz, is there anything you wanted to add to this? You yeah, we'll check the placement of the signs and correct anything we see wrong. Sorry, what was that? I said we'll we'll check the Sorry, where the hollow signs are arranged and if there's okay. anything we'll, we'll fix that. All right. Anyone on the committee have any other questions? Anyone the officers have any questions? Anyone for public input? No one's your public input. Anyone on Zoom for public input? Anyone on Zoom for public input? Motion to close public input. Second to uh, close public input. Please call the roll. Councilors Krampitz? Yes. Labrie? Yes. Gushane? Yes. Pinacasello? Yes. Uh, and I'm going to guess this is probably going to be a motion to uh, postpone the call of the chair? Um, or? Yeah, we can. I mean, whatever, I'm just, I'm just, get it done. Whatever <laughs> you want to do. Uh, whatever you'd like, prefer uh, you to place do. Place on file. I mean, okay. All right. I'll welcome by email next time. All right. Motion. On file. Okay, motion place on file. Please call the roll. Gonzalez Krampitz. Yes. Labrie. Yes. Gushane. Yes. Anaya Costello. Yes. Yes. And the motion to place on file has been approved four to zero with no one on Zoom. Order number seven. Be, I know. Be in order that the Public Works Committee meet to discuss possible installation of additional dynamic speed signs on Chickabee Street south of the Y. This was uh, co-filed by Councilors Corshane and Lopez, so I will let Councilor Corshane. Uh, Talk about this question. We're just here to get the answer. Okay. <laughs> I know they're not cheap. I'm sure everything's expensive, but if we could remind some people on that you have a very long stretch with no speed signs, speed limit signs, so people tend to forget two blocks after. So I don't know if that's a possibility to get uh, on that long stretch from all the way through Del uh, Council Lopez is more of her ward than mine at the end of the day. But yeah, yeah we'll get into that. I don't know if Liz has any comment on that one. No. When when it comes to speed indicator signs, we kind of ask the board counselor to um, better share exactly where you would like to see one. So if you just want to uh, send me a location um, and we can mark it out, we we have equipment, uh, so that's not an issue. We can put one there. Is there a preferred distance between the one that's installed already on Chickabee Street versus the next one per se? So, I mean, I would leave that placement up to you, honestly, because you know better than me where they should go. Um, but is there a, like, I know like crosswalks, everything has specific distances between. Um, anything you can recommend for a distance for, for me to pick something? I think, I mean, there's not, there's, I don't believe there's an actual set distance. There's probably a recommendation. Um, but yeah. I think that Chickabee Street is long enough that, I mean, I, I'd have to go, I don't I can't recall exactly where the current one is. Um, Just after the fork and literally after the fork in the road, um, a couple of feet after the, where the road splits, it's right there to split. The, at the so Y? The very, very, at the Y, it's right, there's a church there, but literally it's a, not even a block um, between so the then I would, sign and where the, where the traffic light is. So then I guess that if it's, I would, in my opinion, yes, then it'd be probably more so in Councillor Lopez's ward 
that this would fall. Um, if I'm thinking speeding, I'm thinking somewhere on Chickabee Street, like where the like near sign techniques where it's bending. I mean, where we're having that issue right now. What well, we're going to be looking into potentially a signalized intersection at McKinn Street, mm. Chickabee Street, and I think that's Jones Ferry Road. Um, Maybe somewhere in the middle between that. Yeah, I we can look. I mean, I, if there's somewhere specific that you guys, you know, you and Councillor Lopez were thinking, you can kind of share with me. Maybe we can come up with something that, like, a, you know, a suggestion based on where you guys feel like that it's uh, you're seeing or mm -hmm. residents are saying there's a high speeding. Uh, it's more of a, a visual deterrent, right? Although we do find that sometimes yeah. it does promote a little bit to see. Uh, we do stop it from recording. So uh, where it doesn't tell you the speed once it gets to a certain um, cer certain number. Mm -hmm. but, so if they're like racing, okay. it won't show yeah, how fast right. they're going, I think. Yeah. Right. Okay. No, thank you. I appreciate that. Any comments from anyone on the committee? Any comments from anyone outside the committee? Anyone for public input? No one's physically here for public input. Anyone on Zoom for public input? Anyone on Zoom for public input? Motion to close public input. Second motion to close public input. Please call the roll. Councilor Krapitz? Yes. Labrie? Yes. Cushane? Yes. Any Acostello? Yes. Okay, um, and Bill, since you're here, what would you like the motion to, to be placed on file? Yeah, or place on file. Okay. Motion to uh, place on file. Please call the roll. Councilor Krampitz? Yes. Labrie? Yes. Cushane? Yes. Pinia Costello? Yes. <clears throat> Okay, the motion to place on file has been approved four to zero with no one on Zoom. Item number eight. Be it, or, be it ordered that the Public Works Committee meet to discuss the status of additional speed limit signs on Chickabee Street per the previously filed order. And this order was filed, co-sponsored by Councillors Corshane and Councillor Lopez. And I will let Councillor Corshane speak on it. Yep. So it kind of follows with the other sign thing. There was just a two-mile stretch with no speed limit signs. And again, I don't know what the requirement is, but it seems like a long stretch to not remind people. But since we're going to be fixing the speed limits anyway per the proper orders, um, can we get additional signage put up in between? Or I don't know where the speed limits, because you said it's got three different speed limits, so maybe inherently it's going to create its own bridging of the gap there um, with the signs because of the changes. Um, so I don't know if that's a possibility to get some additional signs in that stretch when we get things fixed up. When we, sorry. Go ahead, Liz. Um, when we go in and uh, address the speed limits, we'll definitely look at whether or not we have enough signage to properly uh, show and remind motorists what the speed limit is. I'm not sure Thank you. what the minimum is, but 
or how many right. we should have out there, but we'll we'll make sure that we have enough signage so that people don't forget what the speed limit is. <laughs> Appreciate it. Uh, anyone else um, on the committee? Um, off the committee? Um, anyone for public input? No one's here physically in the audience for public input. Anyone on Zoom for public input? Anyone on Zoom for public input for this item? Motion to close public input. Second, motion to close public input. Please call the roll. Councilor Krampitz? Yes. Labrie? Yes. Hussein? Yes. Pinia Castell? Yes. And public input is closed. Um, what, what would you like the motion to be, Bill? Place on file? Okay. Yep. No reason to make an anger. Councilor Crochet wishes to motion to place on file. Please call the roll. Councilor Krampitz? Yes. Labrie? Yes. Cushane? Yes. Pinia Costello? Yes. Okay, the motion to place on file has been approved four to zero with no one on Zoom. <laughs> Item number nine, be in order that the Public Works Committee meet to discuss use of in-road crosswalk signs with Beacon where additional crosswalk safety improvements are not being made. And this order was filed by Councilor Crochane, so I'll let him speak on it. Yep. I know we're beating a dead horse here, but I took to heart what you had mentioned, uh, Liz, in our neighborhood meeting about facts and figures, um, because you know I agree, I'm a little bit of a nerd when it comes to that stuff. Uh, but because in our public safety meeting, you had stated the only problem is that a lot of these drivers use them as targets. They just hit them over and they just hit them. That's a, a quote from the meeting. I know in our email exchange, you mentioned the sign that you had in Ludlow got hit all the time and that's why you were basing your decisions not to them on Chickabee Street. Um, but I just want to say, I mean, I've, they're used all over the place. Uh, there are dozens in Springfield. I took some pictures of the ones that are used in Springfield. They're a little bit different than what I'm proposing because they don't hinge. Um, and then South Hadley uses them. They actually use the hinged one. Um, I talked to Chief uh, Trabalshi of the Springfield College PD. He's going to email me this week with um, how successful they have been in his uh, area, he's got dozens of them throughout the city uh, on their campus. Um, there was a journal, or the Journal of Traffic and Transportation Engineering published a white paper uh, that was done by the Transportation Research Center at Howard University in Washington, DC. Um, and just a quick highlight, because I don't want to beat the horse even more dead than it is, but a higher percentage of drivers yielded to pedestrians with the R16A sign compared to the 11, W112 sign. So the, for those people who don't know, the R1 sign is a hinge sign in the middle of the street. It's on the divided line. And then the R12 is actually, or the R11 is actually the pedestrian sign that's on the post. 73% uh, of the pedestrians agreed the experimental R16A sign required drivers yield for pedestrians to cross. 92% of the drivers agreed yielding to pedestrians at crosswalks with the R16A sign. Um, no statistically significant differences were observed with or without the RFBs. Um, so again, these, this is just, and it's not every crosswalk, but we can get them staggered on the in between every other, however it would work. Um, specifically the ones I'm looking at and looked at uh, through Topco, it had the beacon on top, which I think will 
you know, distracted driving is probably the number one reason why pedestrians get hit on second lead is the pedestrian is not paying attention when they cross. So it's, you know, it's not one or the other, but a flashing beacon on top of the sign, I think will at least undistract that driver as they're driving down the road, especially at night, because it's going to get your attention and hopefully it gets your attention that there's somebody in the crosswalk. Uh, so, you know, I have to keep doing what my constituents want, which is to try to make this area safer. And uh, so that's why I'm just hoping to discuss it again. And, you know, I'm getting the facts and figures like you wanted. I found some studies. I'm going to get some first-hand experiences from Mount Holyoke College as well as Springfield College um, and get their opinions. And, you know, it doesn't work for everybody. I understand that, but we won't know if it works for us until we try it. So even if we start off with one, I'd be happy. Let's give it a, let's see how it works and go from there. You know, if it gets beat up, then okay. But if it doesn't, then maybe it works. Okay. Let me save some lives. Uh, Can I? Doug or Liz, do you have any comments? Uh, Liz, go ahead. Sorry, Fred. It's hard for me to like get your attention. <laughs> um, <laughs> so we actually we do have some in house that we've used for when it's the uh, I believe for the <sighs> the farmers market that so this is what i'm going to suggest uh before we spend money on any with a beacon i have some mm -hmm. at dpw i'll put some out there on chickabee street but if they do get ruined you know if they become something that we continue so i i just it's and it's not working i don't want us to start buying all of these things and placing them all over because you know holy uh the colleges that you mentioned maybe that they're working for them um those are different mm -hmm. situations it's not going to be the same as chickabee street we have so much that we are doing right now at chickabee street with the medians and um the rrfbs and the crosswalks we can just to kind of compromise here we could put some out there um see how it works what we already have in-house versus going out and purchasing um a different you know the one uh, i don't know the one with the beacon on it i don't have any with a beacon uh but yeah. we have just the plain ones so i can have some put out there that. and see how they work thank you for that anyone on the committee have a question Councilor zagrowski Well, we don't have anything out yet. There's one on East Main Street that's still there, and it's been faring pretty well for a pretty traveled street. I haven't, it doesn't look like it's seen any damage. I know that sign was supposed to be temporary, but it's still out there every day. East Street, or East Main, excuse me, East Main. Main, probably um, Canterbury. Yep, right after the Larry's. Yep, I mean, it's it's faring pretty well. But no, there's, um, it's like $400 with the Beacon from the last price that I got from Topco. Um, so, but you can buy these on Amazon. I mean, they're everywhere, but uh, the ones, those surprisingly ones in Springfield aren't hinged and they're, they don't seem to be getting destroyed, which I was, you know, they're older signs probably, but newer ones come out of hinge so they can bounce back. Um, and, uh, but yeah, so they're not terribly expensive, but I agree if we have a couple in house, let's test it out with what we have. I don't want to waste any money either. And then we can go from there. Uh I have a question for either you, Bill, or, or someone in engineering might be answering. The, the beacons, 
are they on continuously or are they somehow like motion activated so that no, they yeah, sense if somebody it's just like remember the barrels when you had the flashing light for right. construction? So on, to me that's what it looks like yeah i'm not sure if it's flashing all the time but even if it is during the day it's still going to get your attention because it's bright okay. you know I, I just so i would hope it's flashing all the time <laughs> it, it yep. does flash I, i'm all set uh, thanks yeah i'm sorry what was that liz it does flash all the time once you turn them on there's no you have to go manually okay. shut them off they don't all right. It's like the old, it's like the barrels with the lights. Okay. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Uh, anyone else have any questions? Anyone in public input have any questions? There's no one here physically for public input. Anyone on Zoom for public input on this issue? Anyone on Zoom hey, on public input for this issue? Yeah, uh, go ahead. I don't have public ahead, input. Liz. I know. Sorry. I just, I have to, I have to leave the meeting. Um, Doug should be good. I I just I have a I have to go take care of something. Okay. I'm All sorry. Right, well, thank you for your participation tonight. That's okay. okay. Thank you. Public input. Motion right, to post bye. public input. Second it. Bye. Please call the roll. Councilor Krampus. Yes. Labrie. Yes. Hussein. Yes. Pinea Costello. Yes. <clears throat> okay. Public input is closed. Um, would you like uh, any other input? Motion placed on file. Bill, do you want this to be placed on file or? Motion placed on file. Motion placed on file. And please call the roll to place on file. Councilor Krampitz? Yes. Libri? Yes. Cushane? Yes. Mania Costello? Yes. <clears throat> All righty, and most of place on file has been approved four to zero. All righty, item number 10. Uh, be it ordered that the DPW look into the condition of Griffith Road and present their findings to the Public Works Committee for a public hearing. Uh, this order was co-filed by Councilors Dobis and Pinia Costello. I will let Councilor Costello speak on it. Yes, Griffith Road is the uh, road that is uh, involved with the Westover um, business area off of uh, James Street. And for many years, Griffith Road was not in very good condition. And also, it was owned by three different um, <clears throat> three different agencies. One was the Navy Department, one was WMDC, and the other was the city of Chicopee. So we just want to update on what's happening with Griffith Road, and um, I'll ask Doug Ellis to talk about that. Okay. Yeah, so uh, Griffith Road definitely needs to be redone. We were, lo we were looking into uh, repaving it. Of course, as Councilor Pinyak Castell said, it, we have three different ownerships. So we're in the process. We have uh, Ed Chapdelaine working on a plan for us so that we can do an eminent domain taking of those pieces that aren't owned by the city now. Because the problem is you can't use Chapter 90 money on anything that's not 
a public accepted street. We can't accept the street with, you know, so we got to go through that process of taking the eminent domain so then we can work on the street. So that, that's what we're working on right now. Thank you. Anyone else? Liz? Um, Anyone for public input? Who's in the audience for public input? Anyone on Zoom for public input on this order? Anyone on Zoom? for public input on this order. Motion to close public input. Seconded motion to close public input. Please call the roll. Krampitz? Yes. Labrie? Yes. Cushane? Yes. Pinacostello? Yes. Public input is closed. Um, and and Doug, you said one of the things that you're looking at now, I mean, you're looking into the repaving, but you're looking to determine land takings. Is that it? Yes. We've got to prepare the map first, and then we would go through the process of land takings. Okay. To, uh, we want place on file. Motion. motion second uh, motion to place on file. Please call the roll. Councilor Krampitz? Yes. Labrie? Yes. Cushane? Yes. Pinacostello? Yes. And the motion to place on file has been approved four to zero with no one on Zoom. Item number 11. Be in order that a traffic study be done by Chickabee DPW on Blanchard Street, including signage, and be sent to the Public Works Committee for a public hearing. And this order was filed by Councilor Piniac Costello, so I'll let her speak on it. Okay, so we already discussed in detail the traffic study that was done in July of 2022 and July of 2023. Um, but this order asked about signage and if signage would be necessary based on the traffic study. So I would like uh, Engineer Ellis to comment on that. Okay, well, what I'm wondering is what kind of signage we're looking well, for. Well, I, I didn't know uh, if you needed speed limit signs, um, slow children signs, but it looks like speeding doesn't seem to be a problem. And no, not, a, from, not from our studies, yeah. No. So, um, so at this time, you're probably not going to recommend any type of signage because there doesn't seem to be a need for that based on the study. Correct, correct. Yeah. This is important, the fact that we did get the study done. Thank you. Anyone else on the committee? Okay. Anyone here for public input? No one's here for public input. Anyone on Zoom for public input on this order? Anyone on Zoom on public input for this order? Motion to close public input. Oh, okay. Uh, public input is closed. Uh, Councilor Corshane, you had a, a comment you wanted to make? Give props to uh, Doug and his team because when I first got on the council, it would take four to five years to get a traffic study. And I know when I got on, people have been waiting seven. I think you guys were waiting seven years or more to get a traffic study done. Years, not months. So thank you. Well, 
Thank you for yeah, the kind words. I'm not even joking. I remember <laughs> we do try. They're I mean, waiting seven years when I first got elected, and they still haven't gotten it done. So I always cringe when I hear traffic studies. <laughs> yeah, I would like to. I would like to also compliment the uh, the uh, engineering staff and DPW team because they get back with the information and studies sooner than later, and that's appreciated by my constituents. Thank you, Councilor Scrampets. <laughs> Wait a minute, we don't have a place on file. Is that what we did? No. No, I thought you had a motion. Um, motion to place on file. No, you didn't motion to post public. Yes. Oh. oh. Okay. Call okay. Roll. Yeah. Yeah, we did. I did my I comment after we closed it. And then we took a roll call, and then he made a comment. Yeah. Yeah, he took a, he, he did a, uh, after the roll call for public input, he made the comment. Well, if you want to do it again, that's fine. Yeah, you didn't write it down. Okay. okay. Councilor Scrampets? This is for closing public input, yes. Yes, item number 11. Scrampets? Yes. Labrie? Yes. Cushane? Yes. Pinia Costello? Yes. The recording will tell, won't it? So public input <laughs> is officially closed. Uh, and uh, can you just repeat it, Councilor um, uh, Costello? Motion uh, to file. place and file, please. I just have a, a note on here. Um, speeding not determined to be a problem by traffic studies on Blanchard. No additional signage needed at this time. And, and I second the motion to place on file. Uh, please call the roll. Place on file. Councilors Krampitz? Yes. Labrie? Yes. Cushane? Yes. Pinia Costello? Yes. Okay, and the motion placed on file has been approved four to zero and no one on Zoom. Item number 12. Uh, it ordered that the DPW review the condition of the road on Prosterick Street from the corner of James Street beginning at 800, 800 Prospect Street to the corner of Prospect and Memorial Drive and report to the Public Works Committee for a public hearing. This order was filed by Councilor Pinia Costello, so I'll let her speak on it. Yes, um, there have been some concerns by the residents that live on Prospect Street and around there that the condition of Prospect Street in that area um, has deteriorated. And there was a, a concern if that street could be added to a list sooner than later to, um, to be looked at for, um, for repairs. Thank you. I'll ask uh, Alice for a comment. Okay. Uh, Doug, do you have any uh, comments yeah. on I this? I mean, we are aware of the condition of that section of Prospect Street. It is on our radar now. We'll be looking to get that on a list at some point. I'm not sure. You know, we've, we've got, there are other roads that are even worse than that. And yeah. you know, we, we try, when we're doing these, we try to hit the worst roads always with a priority on main roads course we try to hit these side streets and we do try to spread them out you know in each ward so that you know one's getting done and if one didn't get one 
you know, one word didn't get it done one year, it would be the next, that kind of thing. So we're really always trying to, to spread that around. Thank uh, you. Okay. So just to kind of summarize it, Doug, engineering is aware and it's on a list for future work. Yes. <laughs> and the other questions from the committee? Anyone here for public input? No one's physically here for public input. Anyone on Zoom for public input? Anyone on Zoom for public input? No one's motion here, no to one's close on them. Public input. Second the motion to close public input. Councilors Krampitz? Yes. Labrie? Yes. Cushane? Yes. Pinia Costello? Yes. Public input is closed. Um, what would you like the motion to be, Councilor Krampitz? Uh, motion to place on file, please. All righty. Uh, motion to place on file. Please call the roll. Councilor Krampitz? Yes. Labrie? Yes. Cushane? Yes. Pinia Costello? Yes. I figured 8.30 if we didn't talk 20 minutes on each subject. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and the motion placed on file has been approved 4 to 0. No one on Zoom. Item 13. Be in order that DPW perform a traffic study at the intersection of Montcom Street and Prospect Street in front of Cumberland Farms and present the study of the Public Works Committee for a public hearing. This order was uh, filed by uh, Councilor Pinia Costello, so I'll let her uh, speak on it. Yes, this intersection can be um, very dangerous. There have been accidents there. I, Doug and I walked the street um, several times, and one time I, we noticed that the blinking light on Prospect Street wasn't working. So within an hour after Doug uh, engineer Ellis left, um, I made a call to DPW and that blinking light was replaced immediately. So the blinking light on Prospect Street is now working, um, but there's a lot of traffic there. It's hard to get out of Prospect um, onto Montcalm because of the Cumberland Farms being there. And... Um, there's a little bit of blockage there. So uh, I'll, I'll ask the chair to turn it over to Engineer Ellis. Okay, Mr. Ellis. Okay, so now, as I understand that this traffic study is being requested for the possibility of putting a light there, correct? Yes. Yeah, so we've uh, asked VHB for, uh, who does a lot of work with our traffic, uh, matter of fact, they're designing our roundabout um, for a proposal on that. They've given us one, so now we're just trying to figure out you know how we're going to pay for that. Okay. Uh, so we do have a proposal from them. Okay, thank you. I don't know if it's something we you know can handle in the in-house or if an appropriation will have to be sought. But how expensive? It's eight thousand dollars. Oh, it's just for the study to oh, you know for the war, not not the design of this thing. No. That that would be cheap. <laughs> yes, eighty thousand dollars <laughs> for the study. All right, and it's you know. It's a lot. You have to look at a lot more than we look at, you know, who's turning what, where, yeah. you know, what direction they're turning it. And they're simultaneous. So it's, it's something that we would definitely uh, ask for. That's why we asked for a proposal. 
Okay, so engineering is looking uh, to fund the proposal for a traffic study. Um, anyone else want to speak on this? Anyone here for public input? No one's in the audience for public input. Anyone on Zoom for public input? Anyone on Zoom for public input? Right. Yeah. Motion to close public input. <laughs> Second uh, to close public input. Please call the roll. Casos Krampitz? Yes. Labrie? Yes. Cushane? Yes. Penny Costello? Yes. And Councilor Costello, what would you like to motion? I, I would like to motion to read since there's money involved and uh, this is going to be a little bit time consuming. <coughs> motion to uh, continue it to the call of the chair. Okay. Motion to postpone. <coughs> Excuse me. To the call of the chair. Can I ask a, a question to Go the ahead. attorney through the chair? Uh, on the uh, motion to postpone to the call of the chair, does that die at the end of the year or does that stay active? Yes. Okay. So you got to bring it back anyway if it doesn't happen. Because it's it's part of this session, this city council session. So when yep. the session ends, so basically it's at the swearing in the start of the new city council yep. year. Okay. Thank you. Uh, motion. Uh, please call the roll for the motion to postpone to the call of the chair. Councilor Krampitz. Yes. Labrie. Labrie. Yes. Cushane? Yes. Vinia Costello? Yes. <laughs> okay. And the order to postpone the college here has been approved four to zero. Item number 14, be in order that DPW review the conditions of the road on Anson Street and report to the Public Works Committee for a public hearing. And this order was filed by Councilor Pina Castello, so I will turn it over to her. Yes, this is um, a street that's um, off of um, Blanchard Street. and it's a street that's had work done. However, there's still some work that has to be done. Um, the residents are concerned about the condition of the street and um, wanted DPW to look at it and um, to make some sort of comment about Anson Street, its condition, and what can be done. Thank you. Mr. Ellis? Could you yeah. I know, uh, you know, what really needs to happen out there is the reconstruction of Anson Street. It is not not in good shape. Uh, one of the issues with Anson Street, like uh, Griffith, it is not um, has not been formally accepted by the city council. The entire street, half of it has, half of it has not on Anson. So uh, they're surprising some of the roads that aren't oh, yeah. accepted yet. I found some stuff out myself. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know there was a there was a movement some years back before I had started that, you know, many, many streets were accepted and, you know, there was a, a big movement to do that. But Anson Street, part of hand, approximately half of it has not been formally accepted. So we'd have to, again, do the whole uh, get the layout and have it formally accepted by the city council. In this case, we wouldn't have to do eminent domain takings because no one 
lays claim to owning that, but uh, it's not formally accepted. So we have to have somebody like Ed Chapdelaine do a layout plan to have it accepted. So I'll call you on this tomorrow or see what, see what the next step can be done by myself to kind of address this issue. Can uh, I call you on this? Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay, yeah. thank you. Okay, any questions from the committee? Anyone here for public input? No one's in the audience for public input. Anyone on Zoom for public input? Anyone on Zoom for public input? No one on Zoom for public input? Motion public input. Second, uh, the order close public input. Please call the roll. Councilor Krapik? Yes. Labrie? Yes. Kushane? Yes. Penny Acostello? Yes. And public input is closed. Um, can I have a motion, Councilor Costello? Yeah, uh, a motion um, to Hmm. It's gonna die in committee. Yeah, it's gonna die. So, it does. Yeah, die. so um, <laughs> place on file. Yeah. There's other action that has to be taken. Yeah. Four years. Yeah. Motion to uh, second the motion to place on file. Please call the roll. Council place on file. Yes. Uh, Labrie. Yes. Cushane. Yes. Piniacostello. Yes. Or process. And the order to place on file has been approved four to zero with no one on Zoom. Item number 15. He had ordered that a truck route study for west side of James Street from Prospect Street to Cyrix Street be performed by DPW and referred to the Public Works Committee for a public hearing. This order was filed by Councilor Piniac Costello, so I will turn it over to her. Yes, this was a request by a constituent in regards to the truck route study on the west side of James Street uh, from Prospect to uh, Cyrix Street. If I could, uh, uh, if I could have Engineer Mr. Ellis make a comment on this. Yeah, uh, on James Street, we we can't do a truck exclusion on James Street. We just got obtained uh, last year a truck exclusion for Britain Street and New Ludlow Road. So James Street is the designated truck route coming up out of South Hadley. So we cannot, you know, restrict trucks on that. Thank because you. of what happened before. I'm going to say the truck exclusion cannot be done as other surrounding streets already have truck exclusion. Anyone, any other questions? Anyone for public input? No one's in public input. We're physically here for public input. Anyone on Zoom for public input? No one, anyone for public input on Zoom? No one's on Zoom for public input. Motion seconded to close public input. Please call the roll. Causes Krampitz? Yes. Labrie? Yes. Cushane? Yes. Piniacostello? Yes. Gonna be mumbling that tomorrow all day. Uh, uh, can I have a motion? Yes, motion to place on file. Motion to 
I second the motion to place on file. Please call the roll. Councilor Krampitz? Yes. Labrie? Yes. Cushane? Yes. Pinnacostello? Yes. And the motion to place on file has been approved four to zero with no one on Zoom. Uh, 16 and 17 we already did. Uh, item 18, be it ordered that DPW install rumble strips on Irene Street at the intersection of Ingham Street. This order was filed by Councilor Crochet, so I will turn it over to him to speak on it. It's actually a contingent request because I guess a lot of people are going, well, Irene Street's a racetrack, and they speed through the stop sign, they don't stop. So constituents wanted rumble strips put in because uh, maybe the second time around they'll stop speeding because you don't want to hit them more than once. Um, uh, as human nature is, it's the same people usually speeding over and over. Um, so that's why I brought it forward. I have seen it done in other communities, so thought maybe we could give it a try here as a test and see what happens. Okay, um, you're talking about transverse across the street, across the lane. Yeah, the problem with those is that, you know, you, you dig those in and then they freeze, you know, during the winter and now people are coming along and can't stop because there's all this ice in the road. What did you pitch it so that it drains? When you but it's still, it's still dug in. Yeah. So that's, um, if the issue is people trying to, you know, are not paying attention there, maybe we try the lighted stop signs there would be our first suggestion. Do see I if that helps. Do I need to put an order for that, or can I just ask you to do it? I think we could just do that. Yeah, I'll, I'll bring that to list. I'm sure the neighbors will be happy at least see something. Uh, something happening. Yeah. What, what did you ask him to do? He's actually offered to put in the flashing stop signs. Oh. Um, and actually, ironically, part of the uh, my conversation with the chief police for Springfield College, they have they put a lot of those in too because they've become very effective. He said. Um, so, ironically, that's. Uh, for today. <laughs> stop sign. So that would be more on Irene. Yeah, the so stop sign's on Irene. Street. I, on Irene, yeah. We put a six inch deep rumble strips that really get their attention. <laughs> They're loud. Well, it's only loud when you're driving through them. When you when you stop, you wouldn't really make a lot of noise. But the person who lives right there, yeah, <laughs> is going to know You're not going to hear it. It's when you're full speed mm. you hear it. So that's why I was like, you know, I have I have <laughs> rumble streets near my house, so believe me, uh, right. It's, but it's uh, at a mile an hour, you're not going to. You, it's physically impossible to make noise. Okay. Well, you know, if, if people <laughs> paid attention, we would follow the speed. We wouldn't have all these signs and issues, but. Um, Okay, uh, anyone here for public in what, uh, input? No one is in the audience for public input. Anyone on Zoom for public input? Anyone on Zoom for public input? No one's on Zoom for public input. Motion to close public Second, input. Uh, to uh, the motion to close public input, please call the roll. Councilor Krampit? Yes. Labrie? Yes. Cushane? Yes. Inia Costello? Yes. All righty. Um, and what would you like the order to be? Uh, motion to place on file. Motion to place. Yep. Um, file. 
second motion to place on file. Please call the roll. Althus Krampitz? Yes. Labrie? Yes. Lushane? Yes. And Iacostello? Yes. Thank you, everyone, tonight for all of your patience, by the way. I appreciate it. <laughs> Motion to accept the. Uh, well, I, I need to read the motion. Yeah, he's got to read it. We're getting there. We're almost there. We're so close we can taste it. Um, oh, yeah, motion placed on file, uh, approved four oh, to zero okay. with no one on Zoom. Um, motion to approve the minutes from March 6th. Uh, second the uh, motion to approve the minutes. The meeting minutes uh, from March 6th, 2023. Please call the roll. Councilor Krampitz? Yes. Labrie? Yes. Cushane? Yes. Piniakastel? Yes. And can I have a motion to adjourn? Motion to adjourn. Second motion to adjourn. Councilor Krampitz? Yes. Labrie? Yes. Cushane? Piniakastelo? Yes. All righty. Thank you again, everyone, for your patience.